Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table. If this is your first time listening to an episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, I am so glad that you have found this podcast. Uh, If you come back time after time again, I really appreciate the fact that, that you're a loyal supporter of this show. My goal on this show is to inspire entrepreneurs and wantrepreneurs about what's going on in the world of entrepreneurship and business because I am coming up on the 10th anniversary of going to work for myself. Now, this happened during the midst of the Great Recession. I actually got laid off and decided that's it. I'm tired of being laid off. I'm tired of being at the whim of somebody else. I'm going to start my own business. Now, it's not been easy. It's not easy now. And yet a lot of people look and think, well, you're so lucky. I don't know about that. It was a lot of work. But as I come up on this 10th anniversary, I am really excited that I have made it this far. Uh, I had a friend recently announce that he had gotten laid off and he kind of got screwed over by the company who he worked for. He was relocating and they told him he could work for home. They even set up his home office and then HR came in and said, that's not possible. And they fired him and he was really bummed and he decided to go out and start his own business. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not going to be easy for him. However, I'm excited for him because I went through that a decade ago and I know that the upside, the positives, far outweigh the rest. And that's a little bit about what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about sort of the American dream. And it doesn't matter if you live in America. I'm not, I'm not being country specific. I'm talking about opportunity. And is there a chance for people to be able to carve their own path in the world? I had three different conversations in the last week that sort of tied into this. So when I was thinking about today's episode and what I wanted to say and where I wanted to take it, I couldn't skip this topic. So hopefully uh, you'll enjoy what I have to say. Maybe you'll agree with me. Maybe you'll disagree with me. And that's totally cool. If you disagree, go ahead and send me an email. Let me know. I mean, be nice, be respectful, but let me know why you think that I'm off base in what I'm saying. And uh, maybe I'll share it in the comments section uh, on, on my blog because I think it's important that we have this discussion. But before I get started, I want to thank one of the sponsors of this episode. I am so proud that I am sponsored by Amplifier. Now, Amplifier is a company that does screen printing and order fulfillment, and they are fantastic to work with. They do print-on-demand screening, and they also do large print runs. And in fact, they're who I work with for the t-shirts that I sell that say, try new things. And you can get your shirt, and some of you have, at trynewthings.shop. And you know what's really interesting is I wore that shirt as I got on a plane to fly to San Juan, Puerto Rico, where I'm actually speaking today. I'm recording this right before I go on stage. And from Austin to Puerto Rico, I had to change planes in the middle. No less than five people stopped me in the airport and said, God, I love your shirt. And of course I told them, go to trynewthings.shop and get your own. But here's the thing. The message really resonates with people. And I wouldn't be able to sell these shirts if it wasn't for my partnership with Amplifier because they print them on demand. I can't afford to have like this whole inventory of thousands of shirts in every possible size. 
And so if you want to have shirts or anything that's screen printed, check out what Amplifier does. Now, if you're a bigger company and you have inventory, it doesn't even matter what it is. They have a huge warehouse and they handle the fulfillment and they have been great to work with. Go to amplifier.com slash cool things and sign up today. So speaking of today, I want to talk about the American dream and how the American dream is not dead. This came up because of three different conversations that I had. The first conversation came about when I arrived in San Juan two nights ago and uh, I went down to the bar and I was having dinner at the bar by myself and I started up a conversation with the couple who was sitting next to me. Now, those of you who know me or who listen to this show are probably not surprised that I start up conversations with people sitting next to me in bars or on airplanes. Now, I'm respectful. I can usually tell if people don't want to talk to a stranger, but oftentimes I just say hello, I ask them where they're from, and what's interesting is a lot of people do want to talk, and and this couple I was sitting next to, they did, and he was an entrepreneur, and we talked about life, and we talked about business, we talked about the changes in, in sort of work ethic and what people expect from employers, we talked about a whole bunch of things, and it was a great conversation, but at one point he said, the American dream is dead. And I looked at him and I said, you know what, I'm going to take issue with that, because I don't believe the American dream is dead. I believe the world is full of opportunity. I believe that there is potential out there for anyone, but it's also not easy. So we had a really respectful debate, and at the end, what was really nice is he said, you know what, you might be right. Maybe it's not dead, but it certainly is hard. Well, I absolutely agree with that. But it got me wondering, when I got back up to my hotel room, I thought, how many people are are saying the American dream is dead? How many people feel that they don't have potential? And I've been studying potential now for three years, And I will tell you that if you feel you have no potential, if you feel you have no opportunities, that's a really bad place to be in. Now, I've been working for myself for 10 years, and my business hasn't exploded. I'm not famous. I'm not one of these $40,000 a speech speakers who are out there. And I have some friends who make $25,000 a speech or more. And I'll tell you what, that's awesome. I believe I have that potential. I just haven't fallen into that bracket yet in this business. But if I thought, oh, I could never make that kind of money, then I never will. Now, I'll be honest with you. I still may not ever make that kind of money because it's not my ambition to chase like huge fame. However, I do believe that things happen and there's always possibility. So I don't believe that the American dream is dead. Now, the second conversation was a text I got from my college daughter. Now, you know, if you listen to the show, I have a daughter who's a business major at a top college. She's about to graduate in two months. And she read an article and it was discussed maybe in one of her economics classes about recessions and sort of the path of recessions. And every 10 years, well, guess what? 10 years ago right now was the worst part of the Great Recession. In fact, I was laid off from my corporate marketing job on April 1st, 2009. Yes, the irony of being laid off on April 1st has never been lost on me. However, that is considered, April 2009 is considered the worst of the worst of the Great Recession. More people were laid off. There were so many people out of work and it was just continuously looking like it was going to get worse. And that's when I started my business as a full-time professional speaker and trainer. Now, I wasn't starting from zero. I had been doing this on the side. I'd already written several books. But in the bottom of the recession is when I started my business. But my daughter was talking about the fact that the yield curve is inverted and they talk about about 10 years between recessions and she's about to graduate and she goes, oh joy, I'm about to graduate in the bottom of the worst recession. 
But here's the interesting thing. She wants to start her own business. And I'm totally behind that. Now, she's probably going to have to get a job to be able to pay her bills, but she is really driven to do something on her own, to create her own path. Therefore, what I told her is, doesn't matter if there's a recession. I started my business in the bottom of the worst recession in over 50 years. I'll tell you what, it can be done. No matter what the economy is, good or bad, there are people out there who will start businesses, figure out how to carve their own path, and be wildly successful. Now, yes, there will be people who will be negatively affected. And, you know, I feel very bad about that. And I never want to see anybody not feel they have opportunity. But someone's going to succeed. If there's a recession coming up right around the corner, somebody out there, someone is going to figure out how to carve their own path in the world, and it's going to work out to their advantage. So I think that could be any single, any one of us. I'm preparing if the economy turns because it's going to directly affect the meetings business that I live and breathe a part of. But we have to be ready for it. We have to be thinking, okay, what do I do? How do I change? How do I pivot if something like that happens? So my daughter and I were texting back and forth about the recession and I told her, look, you want to start your own business. You're excited about what you're doing. You're very enthusiastic. You love it. Try to figure out a way if things go south that you can still do what you want to do. And work hard. I mean, that's, that's part of it is you've got to figure out how to do it. But I totally believe in what she wants to do. Somebody said, hey, she went to this top college. Shouldn't she take a job with a bank or go to Wall Street? And I'll tell you what, she shouldn't if that's not what she wants to do. Now, she went into college with the idea that that's what she wanted to do. But while there, she found herself and has discovered the life she wants to create. So I think you have to pursue that. The only regret I have in my life, you know, well, I have two regrets. One is I never lived in New York City. The second one is I didn't start my business earlier. Now, here's the thing. I wish that when I was young, I had the guts. I wish I had the, the, the risk-taking ability. I wish somebody had told me, go try it when you're young because you're going to fail. Most people fail several times. So what? Do it while your overhead is low. You can always wait tables or work at a Starbucks. I wish somebody had told me that. Of course, when I was young, there was no Starbucks, but you get the point, is that go out there and figure out how to make it happen. The third conversation that I had came up with a friend of mine who, I don't want to get into the discussion about politics, but he said he was hoping a recession was coming. And I looked at him and I said, why? And it got into how he thought it would affect future elections and things like that. I'll tell you what, I am not ever going to hope that there's a recession. Because in a recession, people lose their jobs. People struggle. I would never hope that on anybody, no matter what I believed politically. However, if it happens, it happens. So we need to be prepared. So I decided to do a Google search on the American dream. And the articles that came up were vastly articles that talked about the American dream being dead. Most of the stuff out there either was split decision or it was the American dream is dead. You know, I don't think that's the message we need to be putting out there because I don't think it is dead. Now, the American dream might be different, but the truth is, it's how do you describe what is the American dream? You know, I don't think the American dream ever promised anybody an easy path because there is no easy path. I don't think there ever was, but I'll tell you what, it is certainly harder and more competitive today. That I'll agree, but I just, I just don't think we should be leading telling people that they have no hope, that they don't have potential. Because if you're listening to this show and you have gotten 11 minutes in, I think that you listen to a show called Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do because you believe 
that you could do something. Maybe you're already doing it, but I really believe that's possible. Now, maybe I'm a little bit of a Pollyanna. Maybe I see that glass as half full. And I'll tell you what, I always have been one who believed there's opportunities. I have never hit it out of the park financially and become one of these really rich people, but I never have ruled it out. I've never believed I couldn't do more than what I'm doing. I think that there's potential out there in all of us. And I don't think you have to have a fancy college degree. I don't think you have to be young. There's so much, so many people who are over 50 think, oh, I've missed the boat. And yet there's so many examples of people who didn't even start their success until the second half of their life. And yet they were wildly, wildly successful. But again, I'm not standing here telling you it's gonna be easy because it's not gonna be easy. Having worked for myself for 10 years, it is hard. I have struggled, and I will tell you, I've gone into debt, I've paid off debt, I've gone back into debt. There have been things that have come and gone in my life where I wish I had made different decisions. Uh, I haven't had anybody holding my hand or guiding me. Now, I have had a lot of mentors, I have had a lot of peers and friends who have helped me, but I haven't had anybody who made the decisions for me or just cleared the brush out of the way so I could go sailing through. So it's hard, it's difficult if you wanna do these things. A couple years ago, I started this research on potential and how people feel about the potential that they have for their career and their work and the results that they're getting. And what I've discovered is, is I believe in potential and it's real, but potential does not equal performance. There is a gap that exists between potential and results. And that's why I call the, the presentations I do for companies and at association conferences, I call it the paradox of potential. Because when we believe we have potential or we believe someone we hired has potential, we get so excited. We think, oh, this is great, there's potential. But potential isn't results. Potential is simply that. It's simply an option that something great could happen. There are so many things that have to go on behind that. But I've also, on this podcast, interviewed over 400 people who are successful in their own rights as entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and business leaders. And I will tell you that the ones who have really excelled, they have done so in good times and in bad times. There are people who have gone out there and taken risks. They didn't take the easy path. And a lot of them have failed time after time again before they found their success. I was having a conversation this morning with a salesperson from this tech company where I'm gonna be speaking later today because I'm speaking at their customer conference and I spoke to the sales team yesterday. So I was talking to one of the people uh, on the sales team and we were talking about the fact that, you know, failure is not the end. Failure is simply part of your learning. It's simply your own life university that you're gonna have to get kicked in the teeth a couple of times and you have to look at how did I fail? What mistakes did I make? I try to do this in my own business. If I have a down quarter, I try to look at why. Did I not make enough outbound calls? Was I not uh, aggressive enough in the follow-up with people who've said they want to hire me? Is my message not right for what's happening right now in the trends in business? So you have to be looking at where you failed and look for how can you do that. Everybody, even the people who have been wildly successful, we all have things in our lives that hold us back. We all have fears. We all have uh, things in our past that were done to us that are horrible. We all have things that we've had to experience or weather. And some people just get past those things. But I'm going to be honest. It is easier for some people than others. Some people just are born with that risk-taking piece of their personality. Uh, it is true that some people do have privilege. And that's a word that gets thrown ar around a lot. And I will tell you, it's real. There are people who have privilege. 
but it's not bad that you grew up with privilege. It's just something that's there. You just have to be aware that if you're a person of privilege, maybe some things have been easier for you than they have been for others. And I understand that. That's, that's a real thing. But there's always an example of people who have the opposite of privilege. There are, there's examples of people who really have had some horrible struggles, who knock the ball out of the park. They excel to levels that the rest of us can only dream of. They had horrible, horrible roadblocks in the way, and yet they succeed. So in having interviewed hundreds of people about this whole idea around potential, I kind of mirror it together with What do you want to do if you believe the American dream is alive? If you believe that there are things that you can go do? And again, I said at the beginning, you don't have to be an American to live the American dream. You don't have to come to this country to do it. I think the American dream is a metaphor for people who can just carve their own path in the world. Maybe somebody's going to criticize me for this, and that's okay. But I believe that the human spirit transcends countries. There are people who have gotten out of of really bad living situations around the world and gone somewhere else and created great opportunities. So, yes, it is true that we have privilege in America and that that this is where I'm focused on in my business. But I think that everybody, if, if you have a desire inside of you, put a harness around it, get on it, and ride that desire. That's what I think this episode is about. So in the people I have interviewed, I've got 10 quick tips that I think really are going to make a difference in helping you sort of grasp your future, no matter what happens in the economy. And that is number one, you have to, and we've talked about this before on the show, these 10 tips come up in all the episodes that I've done around potential. And that is number one, you have to take ownership of your own life. Yes, there are things that happen to you. That happens to all of us. There's some people who've had some horrible things happen to you. But you have to decide what I'm gonna do from today, what actions I'm gonna take, how I'm gonna respond to that stuff, Part of it's a decision that I have to make right here. I really believe, and in the people I've talked to, when you take ownership of what you're going to do, that can change your future. Number two is you have to set goals. You have to know what success looks like because if you don't know what success looks like, there's not gonna be a chance that you're gonna be able to make the decision that's gonna lead you to it. And I tell people all the time that having a goal, all that does is it makes it easy for you to answer the tough questions that come up day after day in your life. When you face a decision, when you're facing uh, uh, you know, a, a decision that you have to make between choosing this or that, all you have to do is ask yourself, will this action bring me closer to my goal or lead me farther from my goal? And then you take the action that leads you closer to the goal. Number three, you have to work hard despite the fear. I am petrified that my business isn't going to make it. Even 10 years into it, I am petrified that people are going to say, nah, he's not that good. Or something's going to totally shift where what I speak about isn't going to be popular in the, in, in the business world. And all of a sudden, I'm going to have to find different ways to do things. But you know what? I still get up every day and run my business. I still get up every day and I work. Number four is you have to connect with people. You have to network with people like your future depends on it because I believe your future totally depends on the connections that you make. Opportunities come from people. So if you're not getting out there and exposing yourself to people, then you're not gonna have the opportunities come your way. So you have to put yourself out there. You have to be nice to people. You have to help other people. You have to be part of the community. And then you have to make sure that you let people know what you're trying to achieve. People love to share ideas. 
I get people all the time who write in with ideas about how I can improve this show or what I can do with my speaking career. And some of them are great ideas. Some of them don't resonate with me. And you know what? That's okay because I want that relationship. I want people to try to help me. Doesn't mean everybody's idea is gonna work and it doesn't mean everything they suggest is gonna work for me. However, I really believe that connecting with people is the secret sauce. And we're living in a world where everybody is connected to their digital devices and we think that a like, a link, a share, or a follow is actually being part of someone's network. It's actually a relationship. But in most cases, it's not. It's just a like, a link, a share, or a follow which means you have to get to that human engagement if you want to unleash, unleash the power of human connection. Number five, ask for help. People like to help other people, but if they don't know what you need, they can't help you. So make sure you're letting people know, especially if you're trying to break out, to do something entirely different. If you want to pursue that dream, you got to let people know what you want and ask them for help. Find a mentor. Finding a mentor is one of the best things that you can do. If you have someone in your corner who's gonna help guide you and introduce you to people and be there to be a sounding board for you, it's gonna keep you from making a lot of the mistakes that most of us had to make all on our own. Number six, do good work. You know what? You absolutely have to deliver a great product. If you wanna be an entrepreneur, if you want people to buy your product or service, it had better be good and you had better deliver every single time. A lot of people think it's magic that somehow people are just gonna to find their way to them. You know, they used to say, if you build a better mousetrap, people will beat a path to your door. Well, I don't think that anyone beats a path to anyone's door, no matter what. But if you don't have the better mousetrap, then they're never gonna find you. So you've gotta do good work up front. Number seven, accept that change is gonna happen. And sometimes that change is bad. It's true, there could be a recession. It's true that life is more competitive and harder maybe than it ever has been. But you know what? There's so much opportunity out there. You have so much potential. But if you accept the fact that what I think is gonna happen isn't necessarily what's gonna happen and massive change out of my control could come at any minute, then when it happens, you're like, oh well, here's that change, time to pivot. Number eight, show gratitude. Who is it who has helped you? Have you said thank you? Did someone refer you to a piece of business? Has someone gone out of their way to open things up for you? Say thank you. Make sure that the people know you appreciate what they've done for you. If you're gonna ask for help and someone helps you, go out of your way to be thankful. Somehow I think gratitude is becoming a secondary thought in our society, but you will stand out if you will go out of your way to show gratitude. Do it publicly and also do it privately, in your heart, in your soul. Look around, what are you thankful for? Notice the things where you have that privilege. Notice the thing where somebody has opened up the door for you and just be thankful. Don't think it's all about you. Realize that there are people out there who have made it happen. Number nine, we talk about this all the time and it's try new things. I'll tell you what, if you're doing the same actions time after time after time, you're gonna get the same results. So introduce new products, try new uh, services that you can add on to what you're already doing. Try new things and you're gonna get different results. Now, not everything's gonna work. You might have to try a lot of things. But in talking to entrepreneurs, sometimes they tell me they're on their third, fourth, eighth, 10th business before they whack it and just totally succeed. 
but that's because they were willing to try three, four, five, six, ten businesses. So you have to constantly be saying, what could I be doing that's going to lead me to that success? And then give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, pivot. Try something different. And then number ten is believe in yourself. If you don't think you can do it, then you can't. Henry Ford said it best. He said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. That is so important. So don't listen to these people who say that you don't have opportunity, that you don't have potential. Don't listen to people who say the dream is dead. Because the truth is, is there are people out there today who are starting at the bottom, who one year, two year, five years, 10 years from now are gonna have wild success. It's gonna happen. Why not you? Believe it can happen to you. I believe it can happen to me. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this show. I want to thank my other sponsor, which is Podfly Productions. I could never produce this show if it wasn't for Podfly Productions. They are awesome to work with. They do all the heavy lifting and the technical work. They edit my show. They get it posted so that you can listen to it. If you want to start your own podcast, and I know that some of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So that's my talk. I don't think that the American dream is dead. I think there is ample potential for every single one of us. And I don't think you have to have gone to college. I don't think you have to have, you know, some amazing connections out there, you know, that came from your family or from somebody else. But I do believe you have to work hard. You have to get creative and you have to just every day try to figure out how am I going to do this? So thank you so much for listening to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. If you like the show, please tell somebody else. The number one way people tell me they find this podcast is somebody else told them to listen. So do me a favor. Go tell a friend right now. Put it on social media. Say, hey, I listen to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. You should too. We're going to be back in a couple of days with a great interview. On Thursdays, the shows are interviews with really smart, dynamic entrepreneurs who are doing amazing things. And we've got some great shows coming up. So please come back, listen to the show, download it onto iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts and listen when you go out for your run, when you're driving on your commute, when you're sitting on an airplane, listen to the show and always feel free to reach out. You can email me at Tom, T-H-O-M at TomSinger.com or you can find me on all the social medias at Tom Singer, T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R. And the podcast is at, at Cool Podcast on Twitter. Hey, thank you so much. We're going to be back in a couple days. Go out there and figure out your dream and start making it happen. And while you're doing it, try something new and have fun along the way. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.